everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And before we get started with this week's episode, um, just a reminder, we told you guys last week, we are we are on a break. We are on a break. <laughs> After next week. Um, we're here right now. We're going to do this week's episode. We're going to finish up season six, but then we're going to take a little break um, for the rest of the year. And we will be back with you with season seven in the new year. Yeah. So... I know that you're gonna miss us. We're gonna miss you too. But eat some extra you can pie. Go, enjoy the you holidays. You can go kiss other people because we're on you a break. Can. We're on a break, and we're not. You gonna can hold listen it to other podcasts if you listen to other podcasts. We're yeah. on a break. <laughs> but we'll be there, back here on January 5th. So it's just a few weeks. Yes, just a few weeks. I think yeah. you probably all get it. Everyone just we just need a little time. So yeah. um yeah so please go. Go enjoy. I was um I was telling Renee this before. I've got a friend who is Kiwi, lives in Australia, and she was asking me why Americans are so obsessed with fall. <laughs> um, she's like, I'm seeing it everywhere, all this stuff. And I was I was like, well, you know, some people don't like like s- s- summer can get like boiling hot in some places, and some people don't like that. And so it's like the cooler weather is very welcomed, and some people like fall fashion better. And yeah. I was like, plus, and then I was like, plus, like, it kicks off holiday season. Like, you've got yeah. Halloween and then yeah. Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then Super Bowl. And then, I don't know if, or sorry, New Year's, New forgot Year's. that one. And, 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 you know, and then also those are the Christian holidays. There's others in there as well. I was like, it's just holiday season and it's a lot of fun and like Halloween's so fun and Thanksgiving's mm-hmm. so fun. And I was like, man, I really miss fall. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. And you were like, I'm obsessed with fall. I didn't even realize it. Uh, I just, I love holiday season. Look, so summer's I. my favorite um, season, personally, I think. Have we, is yours fall? Um, I like fall, but I also really love spring. Oh, yeah. Spring's gorgeous. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, growing up in Florida, I just didn't know, this is going to make me sound stupid. Maybe you didn't know either. I didn't know that leaves didn't just grow back on trees. I didn't know that some of them grew back as flowers first and then turned into leaves. No, I still, I still have it when Ben's like, see the budding? And I'm like, oh, right. That's how that works. Like, no, it's, it's crazy. Look, I know people think we're uneducated now, but in I Florida, know, but everything's just, just warm it and just stays tropical green. all year yeah. round. Yeah. We just didn't. Well, the first time I saw it, I was like, I knew that leaves turned orange and fell off trees. Nobody told me when I saw pictures, because we only knew what season it was because of the pictures and decor that was up. So you see Basically. like tulips and you're like, yeah, tulips bloom. But nobody told me that the leaves on trees grow back as flowers as first. Flowers first. <gasps> it's amazing. It's amazing. But I do love the holiday the season. I love when yes. my house is decorated for Christmas. Yeah. See, it's the I was best. Like, it's just fun. And I was like, you know, that like Americans just really like get into a good mm-hmm. holiday celebration and like give us a reason to celebrate. Mind you, there are like things all year round, but I was like, you know, there's just something different, I guess, about like getting your house all decorated for yeah. Halloween and then having everyone over for Thanksgiving and decorated for Christmas is so fun. And yep. So it's just, yeah, so it's nice. And I was like, man, I miss it. So anyway, please go out there and enjoy yourselves. And we will see you. Happy fall, y'all. Happy fall, y'all. We'll see you guys back. Yeah, January 5th. Yeah. Well, after this week, I mean, like the day after Thanksgiving, I take a hard left turn and it is no longer fall in my house. It is winter. And there is a Christmas tree and things are evergreen. It's amazing. Very excited. All the Douglas fir candles. Oh out. my gosh, all of them. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but so um, Ben, not a you know this this I've told you, not really a celebration type of a guy. Yeah. Muted, some might say. Um, and so like his family never really decorated for Christmas. His mom does like a little tree and some like little decorations here and there, but like they don't really do a big deal. Um, and so he's never like you know decorated his own flats or whatever for Christmas and I was like what come on and so one year I was like that's it I'm decorating everything like I'm buying a bunch of Christmas stuff and I'm doing it just because it makes me happy um and so it's definitely like my thing which is fine um but then last year with COVID I was like do you know what I was like we don't have Thanksgiving here so I don't have to wait till the day after Thanksgiving and so I'm pretty sure like the first week of November I was like it's Christmas in, the, in our household. Yep. I love it. Me too. And 
We used to live, I'm sure I've told about this before, we used to live in a place where we got kicked out over Christmas because it is peak summer season Which is in the Southern Hemisphere. Yep. And we lived at the beach in this like holiday destination. And so it was written into our, our lease agreement was like, we don't live, it was like the lease term ended before um, it was like mid-December or whatever. But finally, we're actually in a proper home and we will not get kicked out over Christmas. So fancy. I can't wait to decorate. Fancy. Ooh. Ooh. Well, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we hope you guys have a great holiday season. I hope you yeah. eat lots of yummy food and see people you love. And I hope that for you too. Catch up on and all. If you're behind on any episodes, it's a great time to catch up. And oh, we'll that's a good idea. If we're good. wishing for things... I really have my fingers crossed that, like, I can travel to the U.S. over Christmas. Yeah. But fingers crossed. TBD. It's going to be a last-minute decision. Anyway, right. okay. Let's move back into it. Guys, I'm not even going to be negative about this. Okay. Positive cool. only. Cool. Well, yeah. <laughs> cool. You can cool. do whatever you want. I just feel like we don't, like, we've, I don't want to drag everyone down is what I'm saying. Ashley's just making me the bad guy here. I see. Yeah, we're going to good cop, bad cop. Good I cop, good bad cop. cop. Okay. <laughs> we're going to like fun guy, boring guy. I call, I call fun guy. Um, This is season six, episode 25, the one with the proposal part two. So Renee, catch us up. Where were we last week? What happened? Okay. Last week, we came back. We left right before when Monica was working and Richard came in and was like, I'm still in love with you. Run away with me if Chandler can't give you everything that I'm offering, which is everything I told you I couldn't offer three years ago, basically, is what I heard. So, yeah. And now I can't remember if this happens before or if we missed it last week or if it happens in this episode. For whatever reason, I'm like, these are all as one episode on Mm. mine. So, like. the brain of. Renee? Yeah. Well, in the brain of Renee and also in the copies of Renee, <laughs> it plays through as one episode. Oh, so I see what you're saying. I'm not totally positive if I'm cutting off at the right point. Um, but Monica and Chandler are eating – are uh, – oh, sorry. The They're in the coffee place. shop. They're in the coffee shop. And Chandler's oh. like, we were just looking at a website saying how stupid and antiquated marriage is. And she's like, uh, okay, do you actually Oh, yeah, that? no, I think you're and right. I think that was last time because. Yeah. I think because one of the reasons time. when she, when Richard talks to her and says that he's still in love with her, wants to marry her, blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, Chandler can give me all that, but I'm making him wait. And he's like, why? I, so I and think he's like, that actually because of happens. the government. <laughs> I th- doesn't that happen this time or is that I can't time? remember. That's what I'm saying. But we didn't yeah, talk okay, about it last time. We so didn't. we're talking about it now. <laughs> That's right. Okay. You're right. So like, yeah. So um, yeah, we didn't talk about it last time. But he, she's like, I'm happy to see that you guys are branching out at what you look at on the internet. Yeah. And she gets really annoyed. And mind you, he's only doing this to throw her off. But it is annoying yeah. either way. It is annoying. Like, I but also she's, think, she, well, go ahead. Um, oh, I was just going to say that she's like, there's plenty of reasons to get married because you love one another because you're committed to one another because you did it. And he's like, oh, it's just a way for the government to keep tabs on you. Yeah. Well, I think why she's so annoyed is because, like we said a couple episodes ago, he did the smart pivot and was like, okay, I'm just, just so you know, I'm not ready. Like sweetly and kindly and like. I need you to meet me here kind of thing, you know? And now it feels like he's taking a hard left turn from not being ready to not considering it at all. And I think that would be really jarring to hear. Like you knew he wasn't ready, but you knew that there was a time down the line where he would be. Right. Versus like. that's what you're working towards. And that's why she's getting so upset, right? Like. Yeah. He's now turned the corner and is saying, well, it's just a government conspiracy to track you. And you're like, um, okay. Thought we were yeah, that's a, moving towards this. Yeah, that's kind of like think being like, I want kids, I don't want kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's yep. a big deal if yeah. you're not both on the same page with that. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So anyway, so okay, good recap. Thank you. So Richard does come in and um, like 
you know, it catches back up. He confesses his love and she covers for Chandler really well because I got to say like with having him just like with him just having said all that to her about not wanting to get married and stuff, she, she covers so well with like, oh no, he, he totally wants to give me all that. I'm making Mm -hmm. him wait. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. She doesn't, she doesn't necessarily have to do that. I don't know if I would have been that quick on my feet and that like kind to Chandler. I think it's more that she doesn't want to give the farm away to Richard because he hurt her so badly a few years ago that she doesn't want to just be like, wait, you do? Because, I mean, she says it later, but she's like, getting over you was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. So I think it's partially that. And I think the other part is that she really does love Chandler, even if she's like confused by his intentions. Like, she really does love him. So she's not willing to throw him under the bus, you know, like – there's plenty of things like this is a very stupid example but if you and I bicker I don't go and tell Matt about it every time because I don't want him to ever have negative feelings towards you 100% you know what I I mean like that thank you there's like I I know exactly what you mean it resolved itself we don't have to rehash it there's nothing worth telling really so yeah I still want to protect someone even if there's like a conflict yeah, um, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I feel the same way. It's like you don't go tell your mom every time somebody wrongs you because your mom's going to hold crutches forever. Not your mom. Yeah. But moms no, totally. in general. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. I know what you mean. And it's also like, well, you know, me and that person have like, there's history, there's da da da, there's whatever. And so it's like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Somebody else could just come in and be like, no, that's not cool at all. That's wrong. Da da da. And it's like, okay, well, hold on. Like, there's more to it. So I hear what you're saying. And I guess like, you're right. She thought that Chandler was not ready, but now it's like yesterday was the first time she was hearing this hard pivot from him sure, or that, that day or whatever. Yeah. And so maybe she is a little bit like, she's not sure that he actually doesn't ever want to get married. That's not been his stance since day one. And so I think maybe right. you're right that she does think like, okay, he just said that today, but like the, you know, the, the decision's not over on that one. Yeah. Um, she's a she's kinda, in a tough spot. She's in a really tough spot. Okay, and as we go through this, I feel like the easiest way to do this might just be to go through chronologically with what happens, because otherwise it's jumping back and forth a lot. Oh, okay. Okay. So meanwhile, we also have um, Rachel and Phoebe are at the coffee house, and they're like, "I can't believe Monica and Chandler are going to get married." Like, how often does do two best friends fall in love? Yeah. Not that often. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so happy for them. Not at all jealous. Maybe like 98% happy and only 2% jealous. And really, what What's is 2%? 2%? Do you think that they're teeing this up for like what's going to unfold with the like thunder and stuff? You know, I kind of thought that this time. And I do think like... I think that in this moment when Phoebe and Rachel are saying they're jealous, which I do think it's funny that like in this conversation it grows and then like five minutes later they're like, and that's why I can be 70% happy, 30% jealous. You know, like it keeps like ticking up. Yeah. But I do think that the word jealous is often like negative connotation, but it's just, it's more like in awe, I want that too kind of jealousy. Like I don't think – Okay, it's that I think she I know what you're they saying. Don't deserve it, or but, she deserves so it a, more in any way. But she's like, I just that yeah. would that's the goal, right? Like, you want to marry your best friend? That's amazing. Who wouldn't want I think, that? I think that there's like, you know what? I think you're onto something here, Renee. So there is, I think there's actually like a sliding scale because there is there are definitely people out there that hear something that you say and they are upset that you have it because they want it. Yep. And that's probably considered jealousy. But then there's also like a, I'm happy that you have that, but I'm also sad that I don't have that. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm happy for you, but I'm sad for me. And those two things are happening at the same time. And I kind of Mm -hmm. think that's where Rachel is. Yeah. And then there's also like, um, like, okay, so just before you showed me a picture of like all the beautiful boots and like clutches and stuff you got from this like gorgeous sale. I got and some I was really like, good deals today, guys. She got some really good stuff. And I was, and I remember my aunt, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm jealous. And I, even when I said it, I was kind of like, oh, that's not the right word. But it was like, 
I, I do want that, but I'm not sad for me. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like. Right. I, but it's I like, who doesn't live... want amazing deals? <laughs> yeah. Where I'm like, yeah. or even I'm just like, wow, look at like, you now have like all these great fall boots and like, what am I going to crunch through yeah. leaves? And no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> just kidding. It's spring here. But like. This has turned um, into a fall lovers podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I was I I just noticed that I said that word and I thought it was weird because like I'm like wow that's more of like an in awe obviously on a, like a much smaller scale than like marrying your best friend but like yeah. wow that I is don't so know. cool boots. that you now have the, it's good boots it's on sale pretty close <laughs> uh yes but um yes yeah, so I actually think it's not just like I'm good jealous or bad jealous I think maybe there's a continuum and somewhere in there there's like a I can be 100% happy for you on one hand while at the same time still being very sad for me not having that thing and it not diminishing what you have and maybe that's 70% happy and only 30% jealous yeah and I think like even the way you were saying like I'm not jealous you're not jealous that I got boots like that's not the right word <laughs> but it's like oh I also desire that yeah that would it would be, be great. cool if I could do that too it'd be really cool if I could have that too like why wouldn't I want to do that that's a good thing you know and I think yeah. that that's where I think that's what Rachel's like wanting you know and Phoebe because they are and obviously neither one of them want to marry Chandler so it's not that's like I want that's him. a good point I have a question What's yeah. the difference between jealousy and mm-hmm. envy? That's a good that's a good question. I think envy is I think well, envy I, might be actually the right word. Like I wish I had that too. Oh, I thought envy was I want the thing that you have. But then I was like, mm. but jealousy is like so is envy like I'm not mad that you have it. I just desire what you've got the situation that you've got going on. Whereas like jealousy is like, I'm, I want it and I don't want you to have it. Oh no, should somebody, should we consult a dictionary? I have no idea. Yes, I am consulting the dictionary. What does Webster, what do Miriam and Webster have to say? Envy means discontented longing for someone else's advantages. Jealousy means unpleasant suspicion or apprehension of rivalship. Ah, so I do think no. that envy that is more appropriate than jealousy. Okay, because um, you're like envy, I'm unhappy for myself, but I'm happy for what you like. It doesn't matter. Okay, okay, you go. Yes, it says. Um, oh, geez, I clicked on the link to read more, and now I can't find what I want. And now you get ads. <laughs> and now I get a bunch of flash ads. Um. They are often used as synonyms, but jealous has more meaning. Interesting. Okay, what's that more mean? So jealous is... Um, so envy is most often used to refer to a covetous feeling towards another person's attributes, possessions, or stature in life. However, many people use jealous to mean the same thing. Okay. I'm no so, clearer than when we started. Okay. Are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think... Okay, envy means to bear... Oh, Okay. Here we go. You guys all wanted to know this, right? Okay, cool. We're all along for the ride. So comparison chart. It says envy means to bear a grudge towards someone due to coveting what they have. So I think envy is worse. That's what we're saying. They don't envy. Rachel doesn't envy them because she doesn't want exactly what they have. She doesn't want Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jealous is the emotion... When you fear you may be replaced in someone's love or uh, desire. So apparently. Doesn't that kind of seem like one thing? Oh, but I guess jealousy, yeah. like Ross is really jealous because he doesn't want yes. Rachel's attention elsewhere. So that is a fear of replacement, right. isn't it? So I think we use it oh. instead of envy, but I don't know that that's actually what it means. It's almost like a slang. Envy okay. is one of the seven deadly sins. See because the coveting it thing, to discontent and resentment, which can trigger other sins like theft or murder. Oh my goodness! Oh um, my gosh! Coveting, how do we get coveting here? makes sense because, like, yeah, if, I, I know that word. So it's like if I if I was just like I don't covet your boot haul. I'm not like I want that. I should have well, that. You should. She shouldn't have it. 
<laughs> well, it might left lead to theft and murder, Renee. I, I, why do you think I locked them up and didn't tell you where I kept them? Security. Too bad we don't have the same size Security. feet. This is the world's it's worst true. crime. Um, okay, I think we're clear. So jealous is... I want to be your attention. I don't want your attention to be on something else. It's like a little kid. Like when you have a baby, the older sibling gets jealous because they're no longer the center of attention. That's a good way to put it, I think. Mm -hmm. But envy is like, I want what you have. And I might even go to lengths to just take it. Yeah. I think the, I think the right way to say it is just like, I, I desire that also. It's not like jealousy. It's just, I also want that. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah. Okay. You're saying in this case, because it's not that Rachel harbors any ill will. I right. think it's a really, do you know what? I This is tough. We're going to wait till next year to talk about this, but like, <laughs> I really do feel for Rachel in this situation because it is hard to be yeah. like, I can be happy for you and sad for me at the same time. And Monica really doesn't allow her that. I know. Well, I okay. think there's a lot of reasons. It wasn't handled properly. It didn't come out the right way, you know? <laughs> okay, you're right. I'm going to stop but us because it's too We'll talk about it next year, Ashley. We'll talk about it next year. Okay, just have a nice fall in the meantime. Um, so, um, yeah, so they're talking about all that. And then Joey comes in in his Mr. Beaumont outfit. And they make a joke about Captain and Tennille. Um, Do you oh understand yes. the connotation? I know it was a thing, but I mostly know it because we used to watch... Most Extreme Most Elimination extreme Challenge. Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. <laughs> Which, if Don't you guys have never watched eliminated. it. Oh, it's so good. It's like Wipeout, but it was a Japanese game show, and it's dubbed over in English, and it is just It's so the foundation for Wipeout. So Wipeout funny. was based off of MXC. Yes. But yeah. it's an actual it on- Japanese game show. Yes. That MXC overdubbed in English. Yes. To be yeah. funny. It's so so. They basically took this like all this footage of this Japanese game show from like what the early two thousands of people mm-hmm. like doing obstacle courses, and then they just like made up ridiculous premises and names and dubbed things. It's fake characters. Oh, it's it's so hilarious. Funny. Yeah, it was funny. But one of the it's running jokes really was funny. Captain and Tennille. But I never like the two announcers. Um, yeah, I never knew what that was from. I guess some so show it's a. No, it's a singing group. Oh. It's like a it's like a a man and a woman singer group. I don't know why I'm having a hard time saying this normally. <laughs> Duet? <laughs> sure, yeah, okay. A singer group. I think it's kind of like a Pretty, sunny and share. Are you a human? <laughs> I don't know. I said something earlier and I was like, I, I can't help me help me remember how to human. Um yeah, no, it's like a Sunny and Cher, like a duo, like a singing duo. Right. Um, called a duet. That's all I know, though. Okay. I just Oh, my gosh, like, Ashley. What? I just figured out a song that we know of Captain and Tennille. Oh, okay. Can I guess? Uh, Sure. <laughs> Will I ever guess? There's a lot of songs, so probably not, but you should... Why don't you try five? I'll give you a hint. You want to play 20 questions or you want me to give you a hint? Give me a hint. Okay. It is from a a movie we love that is pretty underrated from the early 2000s. Okay, 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 okay. okay. (gasps) Is it in Get Over It? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Good job. Is it? It's not Hermia... Why no, don't you love me? I think that's an original. <laughs> okay, what other songs were in that? It's it's earlier in the movie. I feel like Kirsten Dunst writes her own songs Maybe. for that movie. Earliest, earliest in the movie. Earliest in the movie. Oh, the very beginning one where they're like walking down mm-hmm. the street. 500 Days of Summer style, which this is yes. first. So 500 Days of Summer stole it from Get Over It. I cannot remember. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. It's coming back to me. Love. 
Love will keep us together. Is it that song? That was fun. As in the musical stylings of Vitamin C, remember, she was singing it. That's what I was going to say. I thought it was Vitamin C because she actually has a cameo. But it's Captain and Tennille? Just in the beginning and the end of them singing. Yeah, that's Captain and Tennille. Originally. How funny. Um, by the way, I'm sure worth they a plug have other again. Songs, if but... you guys have not seen Get Over It, pause this podcast. Oh my gosh. Or this is what you could be doing all holiday season long from now till the end of the year. Please go find yeah. a way to watch it. I have no idea where it is. You'll probably have to pirate it. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I... But maybe Apple yeah, I don't... iTunes. I don't know. It's yeah, I don't know. You gotta find it's, it. It's worth finding. It is Cisco. It is worth Carmen Electra. Oh my gosh. Vitamin guy, C. Martin guy Short. From, oh, Martin Short. Oh, Martin Short is so good in it. So that guy good. from Flash Forward. Mila That's Kunis. Right. Mila Colin Kunis. Hanks. Zoe Saldana. It, literally Zoe Saldana. <laughs> Shane West. Shane West. Colin Farrell. No, Colin Hanks. <laughs> um, Colin. Ed Bagley Jr. <laughs> oh, so, um, Coolio. Coolio. <laughs> I know that you guys think we're just saying names we of people, but all of those people are literally in this movie. Like, so why so are you still listening people. to us? I turned this stupid podcast off and go yes. watch Get Over It. It's so good. Oh, that's what oh I'm going to do the I rest forgot, of the day. I forgot Zoe Saldana was in that. Then there's other yeah. people that we don't actually know who they are, but lots of people. We already do said know Kirsten Dunst, right? Okay, if we didn't, she's a big one. She's a big one. I think we did. There's a there's a lot. And yeah, there probably are some other key ones. We should go back and watch it again. Oh, I think we should. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's so well, good. Anyway, okay. we'll do that later. The internet is telling Patreon. you can rent it for two ninety nine from YouTube. So do it. Does YouTube rent things now? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Blockbuster didn't yeah. stand a chance, huh? No. Also, Amazon <laughs> Prime Video, if that's... It's included in your Paramount Plus subscription if anyone out there subscribes Just to Paramount small Plus. Small plug for that. Okay. Um, listen, that's Sponsored the next that's what by you're doing. Maybe the 2001 we'll movie. You get next over week it. on Wednesday. Go watch Get Over It. 2.99 on YouTube. Worth it. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I would even sponsor a few people to see it. Oh my gosh, yeah. If you don't have Same. the 2.99, I will I will I will sponsor you. She will Venmo you. I really will. I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. Slide I, into the I DMs and say, Renee, sponsor me to get over it. And she will help you with your Venmo. It's fine. We can do that. We can spare the $3, which is kind of like $6 New Zealand, but that's fine. I'll help. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> is this like money fraud? Are we are we committing like wire fraud right now? No. No. Actually, it's like when are we allowed influence to give money are to like, people? when influencers are like, put your name here for free coffee. Do you ever see that? No. <laughs> oh. I mean, they do giveaways, but that's not what we're saying. No, it's literally just like put your Venmo here and they'll send some people money for coffee. Oh. Think, Look, we're we just saying we're money. happy to lend our friends $3. So that's what we're doing here. As our friends, yeah. we will lend you $3 to go watch this. This is actually somehow money laundering for the movie Get it, Over It. Like we're not sure how. But money laundering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we're going to go back to um, love. Phoebe. Love will keep us together. <laughs> anyway, oh my gosh. So fun. So good. Okay. So back to Phoebe and Rachel. Um, so they're talking and they're kind of like, do you think we'll ever have that? You know, um, and there she's, you know, is it, I think Rachel brings it up and she's kind of like, you know, it'd just be good to kind of like, in case you don't get married, to have somebody like a friend. And Phoebe's like, yeah, you're talking about the concept of a backup. Right. And she's like, I've got that. She's like, you do? And she's like, yeah, Joey. She's locked like, him you know, in years ago. Locked him in years ago. You know, I, I, sh- I made him shake hands, but he wanted to do a lot more than that. <laughs> and so, um, so then Rachel is like, she goes over to Ross's house and she's like, hi, you. Hey, hi, you. <laughs> and tries to basically turn on the charms. Um, yep. 
And she's like, you know, that's a good thing those two got going on over there with Monica and Chandler. And she's like, mm-hmm. you know, we should, we should, if if neither of us are married when we're 40 or whatever she says. And he's like, oh, you mean like a backup? Yes, sorry. I've already got one. Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> and he's this like, is, we shook on this it. This is classic Phoebe. Oh, 100%. And he's like, yeah. you know, we shook on it. Um, but trust me, she wanted to do a lot more than that. <laughs> And when Rachel confronts Phoebe, Phoebe's like, it just makes good sense to back up your backup. Look, yep. I've already lost Chandler. <laughs> I just oh. love how Phoebe, you know that she's just got so many things going on under the surface. She just marches to the beat of her own drum. Yeah. She's just already, she's already out there. Not just it. a hat rack, my friend. Oh my gosh. And so, um, um Yes. I was going to ask if you had a backup. Oh, no, don't. I don't. And I didn't. Do you? No. I feel like many people have like pitched it over the years, but nobody's ever like. I feel like jokingly. Actually, Mm -hmm. I don't even think I don't even think I've jokingly had anybody proposed. I bet they have. And you were just like, oh, you mean because we're friends and nothing more and I have no feelings towards you? Do you know what, Renee? I'm glad you bring this up because I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, I'm tired of me dragging Renee you through the mud. Makes... What? I'm tired of me dragging you through the mud. <laughs> well, I'm not, but these guy friends might be. And I was like, well, I was t- if they ever listen to, to our podcast, probably not. But on the off chance, one of them, not anymore, because they're probably sick of being run through the mud. Um, no, I don't think they do. But I was thinking like, what if one of these guys listened I just want, if any of you are out there listening and you think this might be you, I just, Renee's kidding. She thinks everybody was in love I'm with me all the time. I'm sorry that you, you weren't were so in I love don't. with Ashley <laughs> and she didn't feel the same way and I okay. could read it like a freaking book. I am sorry. Okay, no, here's the deal. There were there were quite a few guy friends that they were not in love with me. Yes, they, they maybe were. asked me out at one point in our friendship and it was they not were in because love they were you. No, it was not because they were in love with me the whole time. I think it was because they realized that time was marching on and they needed to look around them at options because there were a few guys that asked me out that I don't think actually had like, they weren't harboring anything longer. I think it was just kind of like a, that's where oh, we she's differ. cool. Okay. Well, that's fine. But I just want my guy friends, if they are listening to know that I gotcha. And guy friends who are listening, who also know the truth that I know. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why you're so mad. You're a catch. Who said I'm mad? I'm not, I'm not mad. mad. But, I like, just, people don't just ask you out because they saw you first. Yes, they do. That's literally how guys find girlfriends. It is. Sometimes. They're just the first but, hot girl they see. Okay. But that's what I'm but saying. But this is, isn't. Mm, this isn't, this isn't people because, who just asked you out once and then floated out of your life. It was like they stuck around and did all the boyfriendy things, hoping nah, see, that one day different. you'd realize. Uh, I think that so, and and I'm not saying that I'm the first hot girl they saw. What I'm saying is like I think that there were guy friends that we were friends for years, and then I think they just kind of were like, oh, well, we get along. Maybe I should ask her out. And then they did. And then I said, no. And then we were still friends. So that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I just sometimes think that we had a small, like we had a semi, somewhat small circle of friends. And I think uh, people were starting to realize that it was getting late in the evening and uh, the party was about to be over and they had to pick someone to go home with. Do you know what I mean? Metaphorically. Uh, I don't think that's true. Um okay. Anyway, back to the backup thing. Um, this is the whole premise of my best friend's wedding. Did you know that? I love that movie. Me too. But I thought it's it was so funny because I was like, oh, that's like exactly what my best friend's wedding is about. Is like mm-hmm. sh- they had this backup situation. Mm-hmm. And so she assumes he's calling to like enact, engage. But like she was secretly in love with him the whole time. Right. Right. And right. Which I don't so think she, she realized until it was too late. Oh, really? Kind of. It's been a long time since I've seen it, so I can't remember. Well, because at first when he calls and she thinks he's going to bring it up and she's ready to, like, tell him he's crazy, kind of, you know? And then he finds out she's – she finds out he's getting married and they allude to the fact that, like, they dated and she ended it, but they stayed friends. And so I think that she just kind of was, like, afraid of her own feelings. 
Uh, yeah, that's what I yeah that's what I was thinking was yeah she was afraid of her own like she didn't want to admit it but so she was kind of just gonna let the mm, clock mm-hmm. run out and let that mm-hmm. be the deciding vote for them. Oh, okay, that makes but, sense. Yeah, so it is a great movie. But um, Dylan anyway. McDermott, meow meow, hubba 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 hubba. I'm imagining Zoe, whatever her name. Yeah, is. Yeah, that's what it was in the style With the glasses. Of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, 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 in the wow. in the in the SNL skit. <laughs> what is her last uh, name? Being quirky. Zoe De Chanel. De Chanel. I can only think Saldana mm-hmm. now. Yeah, <laughs> different, different Zoe. Very, yeah, very different. Um. Okay, and so then, um, Joey and Ross come in to confront Phoebe for choosing them both as backups, <laughs> and she's like, "You guys knew." They were like, "No, we didn't." And um, and she's like, yeah, anyway, she's just being really funny. And so um, they're like, well, we both want to switch to Rachel. And she's like, remember, three times a week. Mm. <laughs> um, and so Rachel's like, you know what? We're just going to write their names down on a napkin and we're just going to choose. And so then Phoebe chooses Ross and Joey gets – and Rachel gets Joey. And then they're like, let's just switch. That makes more sense, which I find <laughs> funny. And the guys kind of are like, yeah, it makes more sense. It's so funny. Yeah, because they're acting like there isn't an obvious choice here. Yeah. And, you know, we've always said that before when you, like, flip a coin to make a decision and you're like, oh, I kind of wish it landed on the other side. Like, yeah, that's how you make the decision. You don't let the coin decide. Well, the coin, like, reveals your true feelings. Yes. Mm -hmm. Phoebe and Ross would, that would just never that would never work, even as backups. No, and she is on. He is on her list. Oh, that's right. Have you seen her list, by the way? It's just a piece it's of paper that says Ross on it. Says Ross on it. Um, okay, so that is fun, and that happens. We'll move that aside. Now, back to business. Oi. Okay. Chandler and Monica are eating pizza at one of those classic New York pizza establishments. Mm-hmm. Which we've never seen them eat in before and we'll never see them eat in again. Incorrect. Oh. We've never seen them eat there before. Oh, the guys. Yes. And is it, um, it's when, it's like back in season two when Ross Mm -hmm. and Rachel first kiss and the guys are like, isn't that where it is? And he's like, we can't, he's like, tongue, cool. No, that's, they're in the apartment eating pizza. It's a different one. And I think it is around the Julie times. Okay. I felt like it had to do with um, the copy girl. Like the, but I don't know. But there is a time when the guys are all in the coffee house eating pizza. I can see it. I mean. Oh, no, no. In a pizza place. Yeah, I can see it. It wasn't the Kister. There's very big trench, very big trench, like baggy trench Big trench energy. Yeah. Is that a thing? It is now. Um, yeah, so I think it is like back it is in now. season one, two, three, because it's like 90s fashions. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Um, so Chandler starts – so so at this point, Monica has – Richard has already come in and confessed his love to Monica and mm-hmm. said, I will only let you go, which like not your call, Richard – if Chandler's willing to give you everything that I am and she covers for Chandler and is like, yep, totally. He loves marriage. And so she's like, so do, where, are you really anti-marriage? Like bringing this up. And he's like, such an idiot. <laughs> such an idiot. So he he's now doing enacting his plan of throwing her off the scent oh by gosh. being like, yeah, marriage is stupid and it's an archaic institution. And look at pigs. Pigs don't get married. Pigs <sighs> have a bajillion partners. And she's like, do you know what? I'm out of here. And she leaves. And he's like yep. sitting there with his mouth full in the coffee or in the pizza place. I don't know. It's gross. Bug. Yeah. Off, and he's away. like, don't worry. I have a plan. Yeah, Chandler. Yeah. Chandler. Mm. Okay. And so um so Joey comes in, I think, or or no, um Monica goes over to his house. I can't remember, but have you seen She goes Chandler? over or, or, or a just, mirror. Have you seen Rachel or a mirror? Yeah. <laughs> um and she's just like so obviously she's like sitting with this. I think she asks for Rachel cuz she's just like needs to talk talk to somebody about like Mm -hmm. what on earth to do and what's going on and 
he decided he's like he's basically trying to play in with the whole throw her off the scent plan he's a lone wolf don't want to get mixed up with the likes of him he's unlikely to take a wife (laughs) (laughs) unlikely to take a wife oh i don't know why he starts talking like this probably the captain's outfit but yeah um and he's a complex fellow and so he so she's like well you know what there somebody who does want to marry me and she lets slip that richard has come to her place of business and proposed to her and joey doesn't about face and is like chandler loves marriage he totally wants to get married and she's like well that's not what he just said and so she's just like that's not out of there and she's like you just told me that he's a complex fellow that's unlikely to take a wife. And he's like, you got what I said from that? <laughs> I love that yeah, he 100% tries to gaslight uh-huh. and she just like walks out the door like, no. Yeah. So so she goes over to Richard's. Yep. And so, so Richard's apartment, full of relics from his recent stint in Africa working with blind mm-hmm. kids. I don't know if you've noticed, mm-hmm. they've decorated his apartment. In yeah, he wares. yeah he looks like someone who went a little overboard at the gift shop. At what's that place? World, world, world market, <laughs> world market. That's one. Rainforest um, Cafe. <laughs> yes, and so Disney's she comes Animal in Kingdom, and he's she's like, "Were you smoking?" And he's like, "No, it's art." Um, and she oh, but she's kind of like standing at the front door, and he's like. She's like, I don't know why I'm here. And he's like, I didn't ask. And she's like, he's like, do you want to come in? And she's like, I don't know. And so he's like, okay, I'm just going to leave the door open and make some drinks and whatever. And and she kind of starts being like, oh, I just, in. she just launches in because she's, and oh, poor thing. Like she just doesn't know. know what to do. And she's just like, see, this is an adult's apartment. I want like, uh, you know, I want somebody who comes into your workplace to tell you they love you. I don't want somebody who talks about pig sex over lunch. Yeah. And I think it's really like it's super dangerous to play the comparison game here because oh, you're yeah. just seeing what you, you know, like you're filling the holes that you want to fill. But it's also so easy to do in this situation because like here someone is like telling you how they feel and ready to marry you and someone else being like, well, it's just a government conspiracy to track you. Uh, yeah, okay. I get it, and it, yeah, it's, I get it too. There's also the f- is it called a false? Um, I can't remember the word, but it's basically like it's not. You don't have to just choose between these two guys, like. But I guess it's it's more than that. It's not false like she's choice. Like, yeah, it's a false. It's like it's a false choice between like, well, which ones? Which, which one? Do you, yes, right, okay. But she doesn't have to choose either. She doesn't one. have to choose. Like, okay, so right. like. You don't have to go with Richard just because I think it's just hard for her because, you know, her feelings for Richard, I, although I know that they're like gone, it's, you know, like she said, the hardest thing she ever had to do was get over him. And so like, I don't know, maybe she's yeah. starting to ask herself like, well, is this how the timeline turns, you know? Yeah. And I, I do think you're right. It is the false choice. And like, but I see why. It feels like a choice because she wants this. And yeah. so she's like, I have two options in front of me. One is telling me it's not an option. So I only yeah. have one option. Yeah. And, you know, like I've told the story before. I like was dating that guy in Florida. Da, da, da. We were on again, off again. I told him I was moving. And he was like, so we're never going to be together. And I was like, yeah, I guess not. And I was like, I gave up my chance on love. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's okay, right. That's fine. I really I like accepted it it was sad but I was like I gave up my chance on love like he loved me nobody else will at love 25 me like that. at 25 right but it felt so it felt oh, so real look, at the time I get it. like no I know I was I like I am walking away from love and I guess that's the choice I'm making and that felt like my false choice you know like either I stay with him or never meet anybody else and like Obviously, okay, there's millions of things. people out there. Yeah. Two things to say on that. I remember breaking up with somebody when I was, I think, 25 and feeling, I remember, I don't know if I said this out loud, but I remember like thinking it in my head, I gave him my best years because <laughs> <laughs> it was like 23 to 25 Amazing. I dated this guy and thinking that like he Those had Those were taken some my, great years. 
they were great years. They were great years. Not my best. But I remember thinking like, I gave him my best years. Dramatic. Yes. Was it raining outside? Probably. Um, But I was going to say, see everybody. So Renee had given up on love and that's when she found her true love. So the moral of the story is just you find love when you're not looking for it, I guess. Just kidding. I mean, it definitely happened that way for me, but... It did. I was... I'm just I was, kidding. Not I'm not being, one of those people that's like, no. do you know what you need to do? You need like, no, 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 no. It just happens different ways for different people. So it does. we are kidding. We are totally kidding. But like when I'm when I say that I thought I had like chosen just to live a loveless life, yeah. I don't mean that dramatically. I was just like, okay, okay, this is what I've You just ex- couldn't imagine this. somebody having like that intense of like loving, strong feelings yeah. for you. Because you had I was like beforehand. you get a chance. Yeah. Right. And you're like, you get a chance. And I said no to that chance. So I'm choosing the alternative, which is to be alone. And that's okay. Yeah. It's not what I want, but it's okay. And so I understand in this moment. So she's like, I, the only way I can get what I want eventually to be married to somebody who loves me is by choosing right now. Yeah. Well, and look, she's also what, like 28 or something-ish, we'll say. Yeah. And so it's like, I get to that... um, I mean, I thought that when I was 25. You thought that when you were 25. I can yeah. understand thinking it when you're 28. And it's kind of like, well, if she wants a bunch of babies, she does actually have a clock ticking. Yeah. And every guy that she's dated up until this point has struck out. So what makes you... Mm-hmm. I know that everybody says that. And it is easy to look back and go, well, of course there's more fish in the sea and blah, 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 blah. Sure. But when when you're not... When you're in that, it's a re- it's really hard to think like, sure, the next guy is right around the corner. Like, you don't feel like that. Well, and she gave Richard, what, a year at least... She's given Chandler three years. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so now you have to throw all that out, start over again. Ugh. I get it. Like, that's rough. Especially, like, if she wants babies, that means, okay, so if you're almost 30, now you have to date, you know, kind of (laughs) like doing the Rachel math. Yeah. We are doing the Rachel math. And I mean, it's not the only equation in life, but if it's something you want, you know, you just. It's a real equation. Obviously, gonna. It's a real thing. It's gonna cross your mind. And like, there is life outside of babies and marriage, but I understand that's something that a lot of us want, and I don't want to downplay that that's not, like, a real thing. Yeah. Um, so I really – I empathize so much with Monica in this scene. Like, it makes me so sad when he's, like – he says something about it being fair, and she was like, none of this oh, is fair. yeah. You yeah. didn't want to marry me when you had me, and now you want me – when when I'm like on the rocks with Chandler, yeah. I can't remember how she says it. And I'm like, yeah, that is so incredibly unfair. It's, and I think that's why like last episode I was like, I don't like that he's put her in this position. It yes, feels okay. like you had your chance, man, you know, and so, now you realized it like you couldn't have realized that a month after you broke up, you know. So it's when she says, I want a guy that comes to my work and tells me he loves me, not a guy who talks about pig sex at lunch. And he's like, that's fair. Yeah. And she's like, don't even talk to me about fair. Fair would have been you wanting this, you know, like three years ago. Fair would be Chandler wanting this now. Yeah. And so I do, I think there's something that like, this is like a 30 minute sitcom, so it doesn't touch on it. But it's like, I think you brought this up um, last time when you were saying about like, or maybe it was at the beginning of, I can't remember because it spanned, but um, about like her still being so hurt by Richard and not like yeah. actively every day she wakes up and is like hurt by Richard but like you know she can't help but like I can kind of get this like somebody that you really thought somebody something was going to be there with and they hurt mm-hmm. you so badly yeah. and so like I think she just is really feeling like she is losing right like she yeah. is she got she got clobbered by Richard yep. back then yep. she's yep. getting clobbered by Chandler right now and like here, you know what I mean? Like she is just, no matter what she chooses, she is the one that's like taking a loss. Yeah. I, I, I can, yeah. and I can feel that she is, this is a lot of weight for her. Yeah. And she's being like pulled around, you know, she like goes all in with Richard and then he's like, no. And now she's going on with Chandler and suddenly Richard's pulling her back. Like, oh, just and kidding. Chandler's I changed my no. mind. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like it just... It is a lot, but I do think what's really the most telling, and I hope that this is what, like, gets her to leave the apartment in a way, is when he's like, do you ever think of me? And she's like, yeah, when I got my eye exam. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, any other time? And she's like, no. And I'm like, that's your answer right there. Like, if you were living day in, day out thinking about this person, or at least like from time to time being like, what could have been if only well, the love she- of my life, Richard, still loved me? But she says no because she's like, I don't let myself think about you because getting over you was the hardest thing I ever had to do. That's um, true. So let's walk through this. Hold on. Okay. So she says that and he's like, wow. Um, and so then, which I, I do think that it's like, you know, she's still like, she knows that like the hurt is like, she's dealt with it, but like, it's still there. It's palpable. And, yeah. We're always going to have scars from something like that. Exactly. And so she doesn't let herself go down that route because it's, there's, there is so much hurt. And so then what happens? So then he gives her the drink and then I can't remember what happens because they start talking. Oh no, it's the, that's right. It's the don't talk to me about fair. And, um, he hugs her when she starts saying like nothing, 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 nothing. And he hugs her. Yeah. And then they pull mm-hmm. back and like, uh, like good on him for not leaning in and kissing her because yes. I don't think she would have been strong enough at the, She's in that too moment. Vulnerable. Yeah. And so I'm very and glad that sad. he didn't. And thankfully yeah. it doesn't happen. And she just Thank has goodness. the moment of clarity and she goes, and she's I like, I, I need, need to, think to leave. Yeah. yeah. I need to Thank leave goodness. and think about this. Like she realizes Ooh. that like being here is not going to help me process this. So right. I was like, and and hopefully Ooh. she realized that what she thought wasn't uh, either or is a false choice and she doesn't have to make any decisions. That's no. true. Yeah. And so she's like, I just need to go think. Because that's right. Because her decision could be none of this is correct for me then. Mm-hmm. Then I need to leave Chandler, but I don't need to leave Chandler for Richard. Like she's just got to go get clear about stuff. So yeah. she leaves. Um Meanwhile. Chandler, Chandler, how does he get over to, does he well, show up? Well, he comes home and Joey's like, oh, she started freaking out and said that Richard loves her and how you're a, you know, I told her that you were an unlikely fellow to take a wife. And so he freaks out. And so he's like, wait, so I'm Richard telling told her Monica, that, yeah, yeah. That he loves and her so and now he's her, over right? there. Yeah. Yeah, and like I'm trying to draw her off the scent while Richard is proposing to her in the yeah. sidelines. That's so he right. goes and over so, to Richards. So he goes. That's right. Because and so Joey didn't know that she was at Richards, but he just goes over there. And I like how he's like, "I'm not afraid of you." And he's like, "Scotch on the rocks with a twist on a coaster, Monica, on a coaster. Monica." <laughs> Um, and so he's like, she's not, she was here, but she's not, nothing happened. And Chandler's like, okay, so you didn't go to her work and tell her that you love her. And he's like, okay, well, one thing happened. Um, and Chandler, doesn't Chandler say like, I thought you were a good person, but you're like, yeah, he's like, I thought you were a good guy and you had your chance with her and you blew blew it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, um, Richard's advice is weird where he's like, I'm going to give you some advice, Chandler. If you get her, don't let her go. Like, I don't know. It's just very weird. I mean, I think it's kind of his, he's just saying, because he said it. I guess it's he his, his way of Monica, bowing like, out, right? Yeah. It's his way of bowing out and basically being like, don't make the mistake I did because I'm still regretting it and I'll probably regret it forever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And also, once again, we talked about this before, but he's like, you know, Richard, you are a good guy. And it's like, well, <laughs> you know. Yeah, when he does say that at the end, doesn't when, he? Because he. Yeah. When Joey's like, Rachel, you're not a bad person just because you tried to sleep with a, a movie star. Um, It's like, well, maybe we shouldn't be deciding who's a good or bad person right now. But this uh, is not I good behavior. I, yes, I was going to say, I heard something somewhere recently that was like, we've got to stop thinking about people as like good people, bad people. Like, right. People make decisions and you can make good, bad people can make good decisions yes. or sorry, people can make good decisions or bad decisions. And I guess like mm-hmm. cumulatively, if you are always making bad decisions, maybe you're going to be calling a bad person. But it's like, yeah, he's not a bad person. He's made some bad decisions here, though. No, but that's what that's why I'm like. I think we need to stop being like, "Well, you're a good person." Oh yeah, yeah, because um, it's like you don't excuse well, this bad behavior. This yeah. this is very bad behavior. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
but yeah, so he's like, I got to find Monica. And so he goes to Joey's apartment for some reason first. Well, no, he runs into the hallway and Joey's oh, that's like, right. taking the out the trash. And he's like, it's over. He's like, Chandler, she left. She had a bag yeah. and she was crying. And Chandler's like, no, didn't you tell her it was all just a joke? Ugh. And um, Joey's like, I tried. She wouldn't listen. She went to her parents. She said not to call her, but you should go call her. Does this remind you of like Arrested Development? What? And that's why you should always leave a note. Like, why does everybody have to be? So he, anyway, whatever. So he, Chandler opens the apartment door. There's candles everywhere. And Monica goes, you wanted it to be a surprise. Yes. And so it's like, he tried to throw yes. her off. And so then she tried to throw him off. And then I'm just like, what? I know. it. They don't know. We know. They know. We know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you always leave a note. That's the thing is I'm like, man, I know that Chandler in the beginning, he wanted it to be perfect and a surprise and da 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 and that didn't work yes. out. And that's a bummer, right? Like, I get it. When your yes. plans are foiled, it's annoying and it's frustrating and you had a vision and it just doesn't pan out. But that's life, right? Don't double like, down. <laughs> yeah, the doubling down. Like, he should have gotten up the next morning and, like, made her breakfast and proposed. Yep. Or something like that. Like, she just lean into wouldn't it. care. Yes. She'd just, be excited. And then you guys get to be excited together instead of yes. her feeling bad and you being weird. Like Because, like, I say it all the time, but I'm like, it's not anybody's birthday unless, you know, they think everybody hates them or mad at them or whatever. Yes, and, like, sometimes exactly. it's necessary for the surprise party to, like, throw people off. But I'm like, this was extreme. This was really extreme. To throw her off the scent so much... That, that she thinks she that thinks you don't want to be gonna, with her. Yes. That's different. That's, that's a bad, that's just Chandler making one of his really bad in, and love decisions. It's <laughs> really bad. And so I'm like, I just wish he would have like pivoted for lack of different word. And, you know, like, yeah, let's just like proposed in the apartment or like with everybody there proposed. And I don't know. Like, like there's take a million, her to the top of the Empire State Building. I don't know. There's a bajillion ideas. Tr- there's a bajillion ideas, and the truth is, is that all you need to say is, I love you, I want to spend my life with you. Yeah. Like, that's what matters. Not, that not, is what she cares not, about. You're fine. You're okay. I don't know about spending, I don't think I even want to be monogamous, and the government is the only one that came up with marriage. <laughs> like, right. I mean, like, seriously. He, oh, he, we don't have to break people down to bring them back up. Okay. So, I have a so, question. Yes. Okay, so when he walks in, and Monica set it up, and she's like, you want it to be a surprise. Do you think that they did, like, do you think that having them, and then she gets down on one knee, Mm -hmm. do you think that having Monica propose was their way of, like, trying to be progressive? To be like, oh, the woman can propose. Or do you think it was, like, because Monica has such a, like, for lack of a better word, like, masculine energy? Or, like, what do you think? Um... I think that this is them trying to throw us off the scent. Oh, my gosh. I'm serious. We've been bamboozled. We've been bamboozled. We were so busy watching everyone else get bamboozled. It's true. Because we think that now Monica's left. Or we even think, like, Chandler has got to propose as soon as he sees her now. Because he's so panicked that he's going to lose her. So I do think that it throws us off the scent. Okay. Because you don't see that coming. That's true. And so I think part of it's to be progressive. But in the end, she doesn't really propose. She gets down on one knee and then she's like, this is the reason that women don't do this. Yeah, that's right. So I was just wondering, like, because, you know, it's just supposed to throw us off this end. I do. I actually know some couples where the woman proposed. Um, I don't I think you do what works for you. Um, I was wondering if they did this because Monica is so like, you know, she's more of like controlling. Yeah, the controlling, like more big um you know energy and strong energy big, in the relationship big trench energy the big trench energy <laughs> <laughs> i love that never gonna be able to wear a trench coat without thinking that but i don't wear a trench coat so it's fine well, big trench energy 
Um, yeah. So I kind of thought they were trying to have her do that because she has been sort of the strong one in the relationship. But yeah, I think maybe you're right. So anyway, so she gets down to one knee. She starts to say some really nice stuff and then she can't get through it. And so she's like, that's why girls don't do this. And so then Chandler drops to one knee. I'll do it. I'll do it. So he drops down. So they're both sitting there looking at each other on their knees. And then he does the world's worst monologue that we hate so much. I promised I wouldn't go negative, but I did. I thought, (laughs) I thought it mattered. I actually like what he says because it's true. Like they're in this whole mess because he thought it had to be this like movie moment, you know? Yes. He's like, I thought it mattered what I said or where I said it, but like all I actually care about is being with you, which is sweet. But he does like wipe his snot with the back of his hand mid proposal. Um, I don't mind reading it on the page, but I don't want to watch this scene. It's way too weepy. And it also, like, um, all those candles, like, I'm just, like, I'm sweating. Like, I feel oily and, like, hot and, like, not a good – like, you know when you're in a hot bath and you've got candles and then at some point you're, like – Oh my gosh, get me out of here. It is way too hot. That's yes, how I Yes, I like experienced that is. recently. Where I was it's like, all, it always I... starts well. Uh-huh. I like pulled myself out of the tub and I was like, I am still sweating bullets. Yes, and then you're like, I don't feel clean anymore because now I'm no. sweating. And also you're like, I feel like I'm going to dehydrate and pass out and then drown in this tub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a whole thing. Love baths really though. Is. Love them. Love, Love them to baths, death. But there's a very thin line before it gets unpleasant between Um, a human stew and just a normal bath then having to actually rinse off because you're you're sweating (laughs) yeah um so yeah so they're having they have that moment and so he says will you marry me and she says yes and then they have their hug and then you know everyone's like can we come in we're dying yay she said yes you guys are getting married and that i love that that's so sweet it's sweet. And then, oh, wait, Ross isn't here. Well, he's done this before. He knows what it's he about. He knows what it's about. Um, so they're both crying a ton. I did want to ask, even though of all these men that supposedly love me, no one's ever proposed. Um, did you cry when Matt proposed in his jacket on the walking don't bridge? Remember. I really? don't remember. Really? See, I, I would expect you to because I feel like you are a happy, like, I think you're a happy crier more than I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I could totally see you crying but you don't remember? It feels on brand. I don't remember. I really don't. I vividly remember everything leading up to the proposal. And then I remember being home. But I don't remember <laughs> the in-between. <laughs> you blacked out. Wait, what happened? I'm serious. Does, like, Does Matt remember? We, I don't. I'll ask him. He okay. remembers. He remembers more that I was like, wait, what? 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 Like, he remembers that I don't remember that... <laughs> Like whenever he tells that story, did he story, have to carry like, yeah. you home? Like what? no, I was fine. I just honestly, I was so shocked that I was right that my intuition was on. Like I really thought that I was totally reading into things, and I was telling myself that I can't do that. Like that's not. Yeah, I won't enjoy life if that's what I spend my time yeah. doing. You know, like I'm like this. Don't be, don't be ridiculous. You know. Yeah. And then I was like, well, hold on a months. second. Why is he yeah. leading me over here? <laughs> what? What? What are the words you're saying? I don't really remember. Mm. I have a picture of us on the bridge. Yes, I've so seen I know that it picture. happened. I vividly recall um, that. And we're married, so I know it. I'm assuming he <laughs> proposed at some point, but um, wait a minute. You just said yes. He never actually proposed. <laughs> probably. Did I? And he just didn't have the heart to tell I you. So you, you guys yeah, are now married. That's why I'm like, I don't know what he asked me, but. We got married, Did so... Did he write it down somewhere? Maybe we should find this. I'll ask him. Okay. But I'll ask, ask him, him if and I get cried. That, it feels like I would. Like, I would get, mm. like, yeah, like, teary, happy tears. Yeah. But I don't remember. I really don't. Okay. Like, I truly... I don't know why I blocked this out. <laughs> it's, like, one of the best things that's ever happened to me, but... It's funny, though. I, yeah. I truly was so shocked that it... I, I couldn't believe that it was actually happening. It felt yeah. very unlikely that my intuition was right. So everybody else out there, feel Unblemished free to... Unblemished scorecard. I mean, please, diary. <laughs> please let us know, did you cry? Did you weep? Whomst proposed to whomst? We'd love to hear yeah. these stories. That'd be fun. We'd love to hear. I love hearing these kind of stuff. It's really fun. Um, um, so yeah, yeah, Monica and Chandler are engaged. They're engaged and they're dancing to love. Love will keep us together. Oh, no. Wrong song. 
At the end, they're dancing to The Way You Look Tonight, which is, I guess, a good second yeah, choice. It's wonderful to tonight. Wonderful tonight. Oh, sorry. Wonderful tonight. Eric Clapton. It's sweet. Yeah. So that's sweet. It is. Um, and guys. And scene. We did it. Six seasons. <sighs> yeah. Holy cow. Six seasons. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I honestly wow. can't believe it. No, neither. That's a lot of duck. <laughs> That's a lot of Renee and Ashley blabbering Not on. Not knowing for, what we're I talking mean, about. We should have called this Google podcast thing. 18 pages front and back because it's like every <gasps> single episode. Oh my gosh, that would have been such a good idea. All right, Can let's erase the rest now? of it. it we'll start over. We'll start over. Let's go back to square one. I got some episodes I want to read you anyway. Um, um, guys... Thank you so much Thank for being so here with much. us for these last six seasons. Oh, and amazing. I'm really looking forward to the next four because oh, we've me got too. so much good stuff coming. So um, look, we'll just remind you one more time. We are on a break with you from now till the end of the year. <laughs> we are on a break. So go do, go do what you got to do. Um, and we'll see you back here for season seven. Episode one, the one with Monica's thunder in the new year. <laughs> it's going to be, this is a good one. This is a really good one. I and it takes wait. place in the apartment, which is always fun. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. You guys Merry have a great Christmas. holiday Happy break. Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. I'd Mazel. Mazel. We'll see you in the new year. See you next year. 2022. Here we come. <laughs> Bye. Bye.